Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Random Acts of Self podcast. This is Samantha, your host, and today we're going to talk about self-care during COVID. I originally wasn't going to do a podcast about this because there's so many people doing it, but I asked some of my Twitter friends and fans what they would like to hear about, and Miles Long from the Laughs and Rec podcast said this would be a great topic for people. So thanks, Miles. We'll be talking about him a little bit later. All right, so self-care during COVID. First, I'm in New York. I don't know what your rules and regulations are in your state, so I'm kind of going to try to be a little bit generic or generalized in that. You might have to adapt some of these ideas to what your current regulations and situations are. But the first thing I would say is try to stay as close to your normal routine as possible. So if you get up and you make your bed and you take a shower, you have a cup of coffee, you put your makeup on, do your hair, keep doing those things. Even though you don't have to put your makeup on or shave your face or even get out of your pajamas for that matter, staying to your normal routine helps keep everything from kind of getting jumbled up in your brain. So the more you keep things the same, the more stable you'll feel, the less out of sorts you'll feel, because you want to minimize the weirdness. If the weirdness of COVID is affecting you in some way, then what you want to do is minimize it. Now, if your life is better as a result of COVID, then you probably don't need to do much of anything. So get up, make your bed, get dressed, shave, do your hair, do your makeup, feed the cat, whatever it is you do as part of your morning routine, keep doing that because then your brain won't be in that state like, ah, what the hell is going on? So you want to try to minimize the weirdness as much as possible. And this includes keeping your schedule. So if you normally get up at, say, eight o'clock in the morning, try to keep doing that because one, it will make it easier when all of this is over and we have to go back to our quote unquote normal lives. But again, it helps keep your brain from going, ah, oh, what the fuck is going on? I can't figure this out. What is this? Because your brain wants to make sense of everything. And right now, there's not always a lot of sense to be made. Some people feel like things are kind of out of control. So if you're feeling that way, then what you want to do is minimize that out of control feeling by doing the things you normally do as much as possible. Now, if you hated getting up at seven in the morning and you like getting up at eight in the morning, well, fine, do that instead and then carry on your normal routine. But we want to make things as normal as possible. If you normally work out at like five o'clock in the afternoon, you want to keep doing that. And we'll touch on the health stuff in a minute. So after you try to keep things as normal as possible. Now you want to work on the things that you can't keep normal, the things that have to change and have to be different. So for example, a lot of you are working at home and I work at home and I love working at home. I've always worked at home and I prefer it. But I know that some of you like that interaction of being at the office and just being out of your house for a while, being in a different environment. Maybe you're used to um, switching to kind of work mode when you get to the office. So what you want to try to do is make a comfortable workplace. If you can make it as close to the one 
as where you normally work as possible, that's great. But one thing that I really want to recommend to you is, and, and again, this won't be possible for everyone, but make it as possible as possible. <laughs> um, so try to keep your work area in a place First of all, try not to make it in your bedroom if possible, because when you wake up, you don't want to initially wake up and oh, there's work or when you go to bed, oh, there's work. You want to try to keep your work area as separate as possible from your living area, because I know that some of you feel like you're at work all the time because it's always sitting there looking at you like you could be working um, and you need to escape from that. So if you can put your work area in a different bedroom or a spare room if you have one or some kind of like desk that you can close i have a i have one that kind of looks like a cabinet from the outside you close it and then poof everything's gone so that way you're constantly not looking at it thinking of it you can escape from it the way that you do when you come home from work we want to put that away we want to forget about it when work hours are over and if possible, give yourself work hours. Like after five, I'm done, period, the end. I'm not going to do work. And then when you're, quote, on the clock, even though you're home, try to focus on your work and not like, oh, I'm going to go binge on Netflix for two hours. Now, again, if this isn't a problem for you, then it's not something that you need to worry about. But if you're having problems, kind of getting all your stuff straight, and compartmentalizing these different parts of your life, these things can help. Now, in addition to the work thing, part of, remember when I said a minute ago, stay as close to your normal routine as possible. Get up, shave, get dressed. Don't sit in your pajamas all day. That kind of leads to a less productive feeling for some people. Again, if it's not a problem for you, then you don't have to change it. But getting up and getting dressed and quote, going to work, even if it's only that desk over in the corner there, it signifies I'm at work now. I'm being productive now. And again, it's like normal, right? When you would get up, you would get dressed, you would go to work, do the same thing because you want to keep that normality in your life as much as possible. At the end of the day, you're done with work. If you would normally come home, change your clothes and sit on the couch, then do that. When you're done with work, take off those work clothes, put on your comfortable clothes, chill on the couch, go get yourself a cup of coffee or work out if that's what you normally do. Try to keep it as close to normal as possible. And it'll just freak your brain out less. Your brain will just be less like, what the hell is going on? Something that most of you I've talked to have had the biggest problem with is socializing. Now me, I'm pretty introverted. I stay to myself. So for me, COVID has been like, oh, dang, can't come over, shucks. And I'm inside, I'm like, yeah, I don't have to go anywhere and socialize. So for me, it has been really rewarding. And if that's the case for you, then you don't have to work on that part of your life because you're already good. So for those of you who do need to socialize, for who are extroverts and really just need that human contact, you might have to be creative. Now, again, I understand that, you know, it's fall in some places in the country. It's really warm and nice. 
Some of us are kind of chilly and cold. Some of us are getting snow. So you might have to modify some of these ideas based on your geographic area. But the thing, the take home message is be creative. So for example, I wanted to have a picnic with my friend. We do it every summer, but COVID. And even though I don't go places and go around people, she does. So what we did, we were like, well, how can we still have our picnic and be safe? Okay, well, social distancing. Okay, so what we did is she made her own food. I made my own food and we each got our blanket. We put our blankets six feet apart and we're outdoors. So, you know, we don't have to worry about being in an enclosed space because if you're in a small enclosed room, the, the germs aren't going anywhere. The virus isn't going anywhere. It's hanging out in the room. So going outside helped us, you know, be a little safer about it. So we sat six feet away on our own blankets and look, six or seven feet away from somebody you could totally still hear them and have a conversation. Maybe not a private one, but, you know, save that for a phone conversation, right? So we went to the park. Our blankets were six feet apart. We sat and ate our respective food and talked about what it was we brought and and just, you know, talked and socialized. And it really wasn't as weird as I thought it would be. Because again, six feet really isn't that far away. If you stretch your arm out and they stretch their arm out, that's six feet. So approximately. So it really wasn't weird or awkward at all. And I still got to sit and socialize with my friend. I've also been able to do this in my backyard. I'm fortunate enough to have a big backyard. So what I would do is put a bonfire and then set the chairs six feet apart around a big bonfire and we could all talk and things like that. Everyone brought their own food and their own snacks. And so we were able to still chill out by the bonfire, talk a bunch of crap, have a good time and laugh while still maintaining distance from each other. And then when people had to come inside to use the bathroom, I just asked them to put a mask on. That way, again, viruses like to hole up in enclosed spaces. It's not as safe. So put the mask on when you go inside to use the bathroom. Real simple. In my area, New York State, our restaurants are open. So we can go into a restaurant. We have to wear a mask walking into the restaurant Once we sit down at a table, though, we can take them off. So if you have a friend and they're feeling pretty good, you know, no raised temperature, no cough, no signs of COVID, and you're feeling good and you can afford it because I know some of you aren't working. So again, I know some of these like uh, recommendations aren't going to work for everybody, but if you can afford to go to dinner, you can even take your food to go, order the food to go. And then, like I said, go sit in the park or go sit outside I have a park across the street from my house and what people are doing there is they're getting their lawn chairs and they're putting them in a big circle and everybody's six feet apart and they're just chilling, talking. I know another person who did that. They're more in the country. And so everybody just sat on the tailgate of their truck or their lawn chairs, whatever they had, six feet apart, socializing, having a really good time. So there are ways you can get together with friends and still remain safe. But you just have to be creative. And I'll tell you what, I have really loved seeing the creative ways that people are doing things during COVID. It's it's really amazing what people are coming up with. Now, my sister and I, we use an app. It's called Marco Polo, M-A-R-C-O-P-O-L-O. And it's like texting, but with video. So you make a little video message 
And the person, the other person can watch it live and then respond or they can watch it later. So if they're busy, you know, it's like a text message. You just answer it whenever it's convenient for you. So this allows you to talk to people and see them and they can see you because 80% of communication is nonverbal. It's body language. So talking on the phone may not be satisfying to some people because you need that, that, that other form of communication to kind of help you out. And Marco Polo is really great for that. By the way, I'm not sponsored by any of the companies who I'm talking about today. I'm talking about them only because either myself or people I know have used them successfully. So I'm not trying to pimp out anybody's apps because they paid me. So Marco Polo is really fun like that. And it it's so much more personal than just texting or a phone call to see somebody smile when they receive your birthday present or to show each other what you're having for dinner or whatever it is. It's really fun and it kind of helps to increase that feeling of being social. And it's great to use outside of COVID too. Doing things outdoors in general. There's lots of things you can do outdoors. You can go for a walk. You can stay six feet apart and go for a walk. Not a big deal. Walk for a couple blocks. And what's great? You're exercising. We'll get to that in a minute. Have a Zoom party or a Skype party or whatever software it is that you prefer to use. So for example, we've got Halloween coming up. Get dressed in a costume. Go all out. You get time to do it, right? And everybody turn on their Zoom or their Skype and maybe have a costume contest or some kind of, you can have parties over online, over Zoom and, and things like that, where um, everybody kind of just hangs out, has a little something to eat, chit chats with each other. And again, these are pieces of software that allow you to see the other people. So even though it's not in-person energy, it's better than nothing. I want to have a Halloween contest with my friends because now I have a lot of time to uh, get dressed. If you're used to working out with people, do it on Zoom. Do it on Zoom. Do it on Skype. Work out, have, you know, have your cameras going and each of you work out in your respective homes or apartments. Do things like trivia. Have a trivia night where everybody just kind of signs in and one person is elected. It's like, the game show host or whatever, the the trivia master, and they ask questions and everybody else answers and score is kept. And maybe there's even a prize. Everybody pitch in five bucks and whoever wins gets an Amazon gift card. So you can still do all kinds of things like that, but you just have to be creative. And that being creative kind of follows over into my next section, which is to get outside. Now, for those of you who are in cold areas, have a snowman building contest. Build a snowman, take pictures of it. Everybody submit their pictures on Facebook and have people vote on it. Shoot hoops. Now, you can't play traditional basketball because you know what traditional basketball, you're kind of bumping into each other and things like that. So don't do it that way because you don't want to get all close to everybody during COVID. So when I was young, we played a game called horse. Sometimes it was a more naughty word than a horse. But for the show, to keep it family friendly, we'll go for horse. 
And every time you got a basket, you got a letter. So whoever made the first basket, you get an H. And then your second basket, you get an O and so on and so forth until you've made the whole word horse. Whoever gets the horse first is the winner. And this isn't where you're bumping into each other. You're not doing defense and offense. You're just taking turns shooting the ball. And you can do that from six feet away. Maybe people should bring their own ball or everybody should sanitize their hands before touching the one ball that you're going to play with. So, you know, use some kind of, you know, health protective measures when you do that. You could throw a football back and forth or any other kind of ball. Uh, kick a kickball back and forth. Play frisbee golf where you have your own frisbee. It's really easy to get outside and do that. And there's a lot of free courses. Um, there's parks around here. I know our local community college has a frisbee golf course. If you don't know what it is, it's really a lot of fun. So you have your own frisbee, so you're not touching anybody else's stuff. You're outside, so you're reducing the risk of spreading the virus. You can easily stay six feet apart when you play. You're moving around, which exercise is really good for health and preventing really bad stuff from happening. Work out together outside. Go to the park and do jumping jacks or push-ups. Don't worry about looking silly. Who cares? Everybody's doing weird stuff right now because it's COVID. Take your dogs out for a walk. You can stay six feet apart. And remember, something that people, you know, they tell you, oh, wear a mask and use hand sanitizer and social distance. But what people don't tell you is that sunshine and exercise is good for your health. It boosts your immune system. And if your immune system is operating in a good way, then you have less of a chance of getting really bad stuff from COVID. Maybe it won't be as bad for you. You want your immune system operating so it can kick COVID's butt before it gets bad and puts you in the hospital. But more than that, sunshine and exercise are well known and scientifically documented to help ease depression and anxiety. Isn't that cool? So if you're feeling kind of crappy right now because you're inside and uh, you can't see your cousin who you always hang out with, blah, blah, blah. Being outside, getting exercise, not only boosts your immune system, but it boosts your brain. It reduces depression and anxiety. Now, this is kind of where geography comes in because all you folks in those lovely temperate southern states who don't have snow and <laughs> crappy weather like here in New York, this is a lot easier for you to do. Right now in New York, we can still kind of do it, but it's starting to get really chilly. So if you can't go for a walk, go for a drive. And you might not be able to go with a friend. You can always have a caravan. So in that case, what you would do is you would get together and decide where you're going to drive. You would take the drive in your own vehicles. Or, I mean, you can get in the vehicle together, put a mask on, roll down the windows if it's nice enough, whatever you can do, and then stop at a designated place and hang out, sit in your cars and kind of chat out the window. There's a lot of things that you can do. But even if you're taking a drive by yourself, getting outside, seeing somewhere new, and, and you don't have to drive with a mask on. I see a lot of people do this. I don't know why you guys do this. Unless you're in a, co a company car or, you know, something like that, you don't need to drive with a mask on. So take a drive. Take your mask off when you're by yourself. Enjoy your ride. 
you'll get out of the house. You'll see something new. And look, pick a place that you've never been to before. Like around here, we have a lot of parks and waterfalls. We have Letchworth State Park a little while from here. We have the trail that goes along the big Great Lake there. And so just take a drive. Just take a drive. Get out of the house. Get out of the house. Do something new. Do something enjoyable. Go sit at the park. It's usually easy to social distance at a park. Just go sit at a park. And I've seen people do this at the park by my house. They'll just plop out a lawn chair and sit there like they're suntanning. You know, now that it's getting a little bit colder, they're not suntanning anymore. But they'll just sit there in a chair and just enjoy nature, relax, feel good. I don't know. Maybe they're meditating. Who knows? Is it too cold to go outside? Sit by a sunny window. Get some sunshine. Look out the window. Look out the world beyond you. Read next to a sunny window. Anything to get some sunshine. It really, really, really helps. And it makes you feel better. It's a mood booster. And it doesn't cost anything. So if you're poor because of COVID, it doesn't cost anything to go outside. The next thing you can do is use humor. And oh, what anytime I do have to go in public, I just like, oh God, why did I do this? Why did I not get my groceries delivered? So I like to use humor when I get stressed out, right? It it totally resets my mind. It makes me feel good. So laugh as much as you can. Laughter is a great way to boost your mood, reduce depression, and reduce anxiety. And it releases some great, great chemicals into your body that make you feel better. So watch stand-up comedy. Like if you're on Netflix or one of the streaming services, they got some great comedy. If you don't have those, YouTube has it for free. There's all kinds of comedians, skits and funny shit on YouTube. Definitely watch it. And of course... We have plenty of funny podcasts. I mentioned my friend Miles Long earlier on the Laughs and Rec podcast. He's hilarious. And you should, he talks about his dreams, the kind of dreams he has. And all I'm saying is I've never dreamt about talking pizza rolls, but how funny. And just listen to some funny stories, some funny podcasts. It'll help you forget all the miserable crap that you're feeling right now. It'll boost your mood and we need that. And building on that, Do a second thing and turn off the damn news. Turn it off. Between the politics and the COVID, it's all negative. It's all negative because people tune into what's negative. They pay attention to it. And there's there's some psychological reasons for that that maybe I'll cover in another podcast, but that's kind of beyond the scope of this podcast. So turn it off, even if it's only for a day or Or maybe you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to watch it between noon and eight. I'll give myself one hour of news a day to keep up on the latest stuff. And I'm on Twitter. And so even though I actively avoid the news and all that crap, it's kind of hard to not be exposed to it if you're on Twitter and other social media. But I don't know if you know this. On Twitter, you can mute certain words. So on my Twitter account for this podcast, for example, I went in and muted 
every friggin' word I could think of that related to politics and COVID. And so what happens is when somebody posts that, you just don't see it. You're not unfriending them. You're not blocking them. You're not muting them. You're just muting any post that has that word in it. So you can do that. If you have to mute your friends on Facebook because they just can't stop talking about politics or whatever, then do that. Take a little break. You can still talk to them on Messenger, but disconnect. Disconnect from the negativity. So you want to increase the laughter and the humor and the positivity while simultaneously decreasing the amount of negativity that's flowing at you. And it and There's a lot of studies on marketing that tell us how many thousands of ads we are exposed to every single day without noticing it. So there's all these insidious little ways that this negativity seeps into our life. If you have to even just disconnect from social media and use Marco Polo to talk or texting or phone calls, then definitely go ahead and do that. But disconnect from that negativity. And you know what? When I did that, I get bored easy. So if I have to see or hear the same thing over and over ad nauseum, no matter how good it is, I'm just going to get tired of it because it's like, oh God, give me something new. I need novelty in my life. And so I disconnected from the social media for that reason, not even for negativity. And I'll tell you what, I feel so much better. Oh my gosh. I didn't I didn't realize it till about two weeks in. So I use social media, you know, to advertise the podcast and different things I do, but I don't scroll through the timeline. I don't watch the news. I don't click on the news app on my iPhone. I don't do any of that. And I'm so much happier because what it does is it, it allows you to forget about that stuff even for a short amount of time. And I call that a brain break. Your brain is getting a break from all that crap pouring into it. And you'd be surprised how much that can change your state of mind. Do something productive. And I was talking to Christine from Christine Street Studios. I'll put her links in the bottom. She's been really supportive of this podcast. And I asked her, you know, what do you do? What do you recommend? How do you deal with it? And she was saying, I, she's an artist. She's a great artist. And she said, I just get productive. I do art. I do my art. And that makes a lot of sense. I do the podcast. I'm working on a second bachelor's degree since I can't go anywhere. And it's going to be really great when all the COVID stuff is over, because if you've been productive, you're going to come away with something that's fantastic. So You don't have to go work on another college degree by any means, but clean out your storage locker. Clean out that closet of yours. You know all those shirts that you haven't worn in six years? Yeah, box those up and donate them. And know that in donating things, you know, you're helping people. But we'll get to that in a second. Go through like any of your old stuff and just get rid of the stuff that doesn't mean anything to you or is just taking up space is more to clean. Paint your room. Do those home repairs that you've been putting off because you're too tired after work. Learn a new skill. You always want to do learn a language. Well, guess what? There's tons of ways online. There's all kinds of great apps and stuff and you can learn a language. Ta-da! Check out free online courses. So there's a lot of major universities like Yale and Harvard and Berkeley and other colleges, both state and private, 
who are putting some of their courses online. Now, you're not going to earn a college degree or any kind of certification, but you're bettering yourself. You're being productive. You're getting your mind off of all the crap. And again, it's knowledge that you'll take away with you after all this COVID crap settles the hell down. And learn to meditate. You know, if you're really stressed out, now's a great time to learn to meditate. Look it up online. And here's what's great. There are so many YouTube tutorials on practically everything you can imagine. If you want something more academic, um, there's Khan Academy. It's K-H-A-N, Khan Academy on YouTube. Y'all want to learn to do fractions? Now's a great time. Spring clean your house. Pull out that dresser. Pull out that bed. Look at how gross it is back there. Clean that all out. And then be proud of your accomplishment. So here's the thing about your brain. Your brain can't attend to more than one thing at a time, which is why you can't fully pay attention to the TV while also having a conversation with somebody. You can switch back and forth between the two, but you can't do both at the same time. So if you're busy doing something, especially something that keeps your mind busy, then you can't focus on the negativity or feeling bad or feeling down. If you're already good at something, increase your skill on it. Do you play guitar and you're good at it? Great. Can you play a ukulele? <laughs> Obviously, that's just an example. You could pick whatever you wanted. Um, so, so just do something productive, whatever that means to you. And make sure it's something that's fun. Because if you're having a good time and you're increasing your skill, you're not focusing all the, on all the crappy negative stuff. Building on that, reframe. Reframing is one of the best things that you can do. So reframing, for those of you who don't know, is a term that's used in mental health and coaching quite a bit. And it means take the situation that you're looking at negatively. So I'm stuck inside from COVID. I'm not making enough money because my business is shut down because of COVID, et cetera, et cetera. Now, take that situation. What can you find positive in it? And this may take a little work for some of you, but let's look at it in that positive way. Okay, so I'm not working, but I did need a vacation and enjoy it. Take a two-week, literal a two-week vacation. Now that's probably going to be a staycation because we can't really travel like we used to and things like that. Go, go hiking. Do something positive. It's like, well, if I got to be stuck at home, let me, let me make my bedroom awesome the way I've always wanted to. Let me learn that new skill. Let me take this time to just relax. And it's okay to do that. So reframe it. And remember, life's not going to be like this forever. Although, let me tell you, every time I see some, some jerk out there, having a social gathering without a mask. Oh, it pisses me off. Oh, it gets so pissed off. They had a birthday party not long ago, with like 50 people, none of them wearing masks, nobody social distancing. And that that's probably my pet peeve about the whole thing, honestly. But I remember life's not going to be like this forever. And humans, we're great at adapting. If there's one thing we can do, we can adapt. But something that I learned the other day I've been catching up on documentaries because why not? <laughs> I'm kind of a nerd. So I like doing, I like doing brain things. 
And I was watching a documentary on a, I think he was a neurologist, but he did a lot in the field of psychology. His name is Viktor Frankl, and he's a Holocaust survivor. And he said that of all the people that survived and came out of it really well, they all had one thing in common, and I found this really interesting. And the thing they had in common was that they were future-oriented. What I'm going to do when I get out of here? What I'm going to do when I'm done with this? And obviously, they didn't have access to the internet and, well, anything. So that forward-thinking planning kept them going. So let me ask you this, and this will be your homework tonight. What are your post-COVID plans? When COVID is done, what do you want to do with your life? Do you want to return to normal? Well, sit back and picture that. Visualization is crazy because your brain can't really tell the difference between good visualization and something actually happening. So sit in a chair. Picture your day. Walk through your entire post-COVID day. What are you going to do? Who are you going to see? Are you going to go to work? Are you going to hang out with friends? Are you going to play a game of ball? What are you going to do? And visualize it. That visualization is a temporary escape for your brain. And anytime we can give our brains that brain break, remember I talked about that earlier, it decreases stress. It helps keep stress from building up. So think of stress as a pile of pancakes. And everything that's each individual thing that stresses you out is a pile of pancakes. Well, when that pile of pancakes gets too high, it's going to topple over. So what we want to do is we want to keep that pile of pancakes from getting too high. And that's what we do. Every moment that we take to get rid of stress or to put our minds on something positive is one minute healthier that your brain is. Every little thing counts right now. Every little thing. Next. Something that I hear a lot about is the COVID-15. When you go to college, they tell you about the freshman 15. You usually gain like 15 pounds when you go to college. You're not eating right. <laughs> Maybe you're drinking, whatever. Um, and so I call it the COVID-15. I've known a lot of people that are kind of, some think it's funny and some are bothered by it, that they've gained a little weight or they're not feeling so great. Well, what are you eating? Are you eating healthy? Because unhealthy eating makes you gain weight. When you gain weight, psychologically, you might not feel as good. Physically, you're not going to feel as good. So if you're already feeling kind of crappy and down, you don't want to add to that stack of pancakes, right? We don't want it to get higher. So try to eat healthy. And I understand, again, some of you are out of work and some of you don't know where your money's coming from and it's not that easy. I totally get it. But wherever you can, try to eat healthy. Exercise at home. I set up a home gym a while back. I'm really glad that I did now because I've never liked going to the gym. One, I have to put my eyebrows on and two, there's gross people at the gym. <laughs> Uh, one day I'll tell you some of my funny gym stories of the, the gross and hilarious things I've seen. I'll save that for another podcast. But you don't have to have a home gym like I do. You can do sit-ups. You can do push-ups. You can do jumping jacks. You can march in place. If structured exercise like that is really not your thing, 
turn on music and dance. Dance your butt off. Feel good. Get dressed up like you're in the club. <laughs> you know, it don't matter whatever you have to do. There's lots and lots of YouTube videos out there for yoga where you don't really need much using your body weight to do exercises. And it's for all fitness levels. So whether you're disabled or you're overweight or you've just never really exercised before, there's lots of free videos on there. So as long as you can get to that, you can figure out how to exercise at home. And again, like I mentioned earlier, exercise makes you feel better. It makes you feel productive. You come out of COVID looking better than you went in and it reduces depression and anxiety. Exercise is one, exercise and sunshine are two of the best things to help you with depression and anxiety outside of medication and therapy. So really, really important. You could use a gallon of milk. That's about, give or take, eight pounds. Use it as a weight. Do squats. You know, whatever whatever you want to do. Calisthenics, use your body weight. Check that out. But it goes beyond exercising, right? Because with eating right, look up some new recipes. There's lots of really cool apps and sites online like food.com, Yumly, All Recipes, Recipe Box, the all-famous Pinterest. Don't know how to cook? Now's a great time to learn. Now's a great time to learn how to cook and eat healthy. Keep yourself in shape. Not only will it boost your mood by being healthy, not only will you come out of COVID looking hot, hey stud, what's up? But you'll also feel good about yourself. Caring for yourself includes eating well and exercising. So you're just doing self-care. You're loving yourself and pampering yourself. And if you're in a family and you have kids or you have a significant other, you're also helping them do the same thing. Did you know that what you eat can affect your mental health and your anxiety? There's a great little colony of bacteria down in your intestines. And it is well known, there's a lot of research being done. It's still a growing field, but it's well known that the bacteria in your intestines can affect your mental health. Yep. Yep. So look up microbiome and I'll put that in the little description, you know, all these things that you know, I'm putting out there for you. They'll all be in the description so you can refer to that later. Look that up and see how important it is. And you'll see how important it is to eat right and how it directly ties in with keeping sane during COVID. And listen, we can't go places and there's a lot of stuff we can't do. But if you're feeling really bad, because look, mental health issues are up, alcoholism and drug use is up, Suicide is up. Domestic violence is up. Lots of bad things are raising. You can get online therapy. So therapists really, for the most part, aren't seeing people face to face right now for their own safety. But there's something called telehealth. And so what you do is you hook up online. So it's kind of like Skype or Zoom for shrinks. So you sit in front of your computer screen, they sit there and you guys talk back and forth. So it's like Skype therapy. And for you, it might not feel as great as being face to face, but it's better than nothing. So if you're really depressed and you're really anxious, if you're feeling like you're suicidal, 
or you're having problems with drugs, alcohol, or other things. You know, some people eat as a coping mechanism. Please seek online therapy. And if you don't know how to do that, by all means, contact me. All my contact information will be in the description and I will help you find somebody or something. Also, help others. Sometimes the thing that makes us feel good when we're feeling down is to do something for someone else. Watching someone else feel great as a result of something that you did or said is an amazing feeling. So if you're one of those people, you're working, I'm working, I'm not having money problems, thankfully, as a result of COVID. But guess what? There's a lot of places that uh, the food banks are short. People need clothes. They can't afford to go to the stores they normally do. Donate stuff to Salvation Army. Make gift bags for people to give them out. Your friends who are depressed. Whatever. Whatever. Give to charity somehow. And if you don't have the money to do that, but you have the time, there's a place called Seven Cups. It's the number seven and then cups, like cups of coffee. And again, I'll put that in the description. And Seven Cups is a place where you can go for free. And, and so you don't have to volunteer. You can actually use the service. And what it is, is people volunteer to just kind of be there for other people who need it. So if somebody needs to talk or vent, or they're scared, or they don't, you know, whatever, whatever, they're just feeling depressed today. There's somebody who's a volunteer that will listen to you and the service is free. How cool is that? The service is free. So feel free to volunteer. Be there for somebody else. It gives your life purpose. And that's what a lot of people are having an issue with right now. They're not working. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Their life, like there's no purpose. They're feeling that they don't have purpose. And if you have depression and anxiety and things like that, not having purpose on top of that can just make you feel lost and discombobulated and depressed and all that. So be there for somebody else. Be there for somebody else. There are people that need you. Feel free to go volunteer at these places. Go on Twitter and just say nice things to people who are feeling kind of down. You can do it on your own. You don't have to be with an agency. Go shopping and, and drop off a bunch of food at the soup kitchen or at the uh, food banks. Go round up some clothes. Do things. Do things for people. Be there. Be the person that your friends can call when they're feeling kind of down. I had a friend who I couldn't hang out with because somebody she had been hanging out with had tested positive for COVID. So she had to do the mandatory quarantine for two weeks. And staying inside for two weeks is not her jam at all. So what I did? I delivered tacos. We love tacos from this certain place that's up the street from us. And I delivered tacos. Now, because she might have been exposed to COVID, I just got them in a bag and I left them outside. I was like, hey, you got tacos at your door. And it cheered her up. It made, it made a difference in her day. And it felt good that I could do something to brighten up her day. So really, it helped both of us. So be willing to help others in some kind of way. Maybe the only way you can help is posting funny stuff online. Remember, humor is great. So if you're if you're the person that's got the the bomb memes, 
Well, post those. Get other people laughing. Be the one to host the Zoom party. You know, a lot of people in our society, we're so wrapped up in our own lives and and our own stuff going on that I've seen a lot of people kind of complain that their friends don't really reach out to them and things like that. So you know what? You be the catalyst. You be the leader. Be the one to set up the online Halloween costume party. Be the one to set up the picnic at the park where everybody's spaced out six feet. Be the one to do that. It'll give you something to do while you're planning the party and figuring out how to put it together and getting the invitations and thinking about what your costume's going to be. That gives you stuff to do. And when your brain is busy, your brain's not sad. So give yourself purpose and be productive. And sometimes the only way that we have purpose is by giving to others. So do it. Helping others is a great thing. Be a role model for others. You know what I mean? Be, be that person. It'll make you feel good. Feeling good helps you not feel bad. <laughs> it's, it sounds so stupid because it's so simple, but it's true. So do you have some other recommendations that I didn't cover here? What are some of the things that you've done to keep sane or to keep your mind right? I'd love to hear from you. If we get enough of them, we can put it in a second episode and help people out. And remember, you're not alone. Learn about the actual restrictions in your area, because sometimes they're like, uh, like here in New York, you can have a get together legally up to a certain amount of people. There you go. So you can't have more than 10 people at a hangout. Don't have, you know, have five, have six. It's okay. You can do that. So, so learn the restrictions and get really creative. Work around them. You can do it. You can do it. And if you have specific questions on, you know, something that you want to do, feel free to shoot me a message and, you know, I'll try to give you some ideas if I can. Definitely. Post it on as a reply to something on my um, Twitter and let's see if we as a community can help you out. And hey, if you've got the skills to do it, make a little website, make a little website or a document that you can put online that gives people ideas. And I learned about this when I had a class and what I did as part of this class is I volunteered to work with kids who were below benchmark. So they weren't reading as good as they should for their grade level, or they weren't as good in math, et cetera, et cetera. And what I looked up online was some activities on how to do this. And let me tell you, teachers, you guys are great about sharing ideas to help kids. You guys, the exchange, the information exchange that teachers do is is really top notch and, and very respectable. So be that person. Put something out there. Ideas on how to d- deal with COVID. You're giving back. Encourage people to submit their ideas and add it to the list. Do something. See, there's so many things that we can do. Start a podcast where you talk about great stories happy stuff, whatever. Share cute kitty pictures online of your cat doing dumb stuff all day. My cats are funny. You know, put that online for people to enjoy. Give back a little bit and it gives to yourself as well. Okay, so that's what I got for you today. Like I said, let me hear from you. What are you doing? How are you coping? What 
um, tips or whatever have helped you? Did I miss something you'd like for me to talk about or to cover? If so, send me an email, podcast at randomactsofself.com. You can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at randomactspod. You can go to randomactsofself and reply to one of the blog posts there. Whatever you want to do to get a hold of me, I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. And remember, don't overlook things like online groups. Facebook has lots of different hobby groups. Do you like gardening or houseplants? They've got a spot for you. Same with Reddit. So get on there and interact with people online. A little interaction online is better than no interaction at all if you're feeling lonely. There's groups to make friends and socialize and all this stuff. Look for it. Type it into Google. You'll be amazed the stuff you find. All right. This is Samantha for Random Acts of Self podcast. Thank you so much for listening.